and welcome. This is Uwe Seber again for the B2B Marketing Guidebook Podcast. Today, I'm again joined by a young lady. She's contributing an article in the area of marketing automation and multinational corporation success story. Mariana Romero Palma is joining me not from Mexico, where she is originally from. She's joining me from Graz. Mariana, welcome and how are you? Thank you, Uwe. Good morning to you too and your listeners. Happy to be here with you. As we usually start, <laughs> please give me kind of an introduction on your person, please. Of course. Um, well, uh, my professional background uh, is involved with branding and marketing. Um, and then later on, I did a master's in international management uh, in IE Business School, which then drove me more to projects related to data-driven environments within these fields. And um, for the last 15 years, I've been uh, also very much involved between this intersection of marketing management and technology and more recently i'm more involved in projects related to marketing operations coming from the branding and um, more or less marketing content side. Uh, how do you feel this change of your role towards operations and technology? Well, um, for, for me, it's a very ever more interesting field and, and also becoming more key as marketing operations can be driven also by digital solutions. As more data is available for marketing, as part of their day-to-day -day, uh, work, then there's much more that we can do based on that knowledge. And for me, this, this area is very interesting. It's probably uh, a more uh, popular step or intersection as we move forward uh, and modernize our, our activities and our teams. And yeah, for me, it's just a very interesting intersection. So between uh, these two fields, so marketing and mm -hmm. technology. How did you perceive both worlds, IT and marketing? I'm sure in your case study, you will also reflect the situation because many people consider market automation as an IT topic. The others say, no, it's an operations topic. And the third group says it's a marketing topic. So where do you see this topic and how did you overcome the challenge to tackle a topic which at first sight might be an IT topic? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, I think, uh, as you say, it's, it's a valid argument. It's a valid uh, question to ask, like if uh, marketing technologies belong to IT or, or actually marketing. And at, finally, I think the key user of these technologies will be marketing. That means that marketing has much more insight as to what these uh, marketing technologies should look like, should do, what kind of features they should have and perform. And that's 
something very valuable when you're choosing your marketing stack. This vision and this um, perspective would be very hard to have from an IT perspective. Um, that doesn't mean that IT is, is less important in the whole picture. Uh, they also have some other priorities that marketing doesn't have that are equally important, like security or um, compatibility between uh, other technologies uh, that are set up. So still, I would argue that marketing technologies should be owned by marketing teams. So that's, mm. that's my point of view. However, um, I think that going towards a co-ownership model is also very interesting, where, whereby IT also has a role. Let me dive into your case study. Please kindly give me an overview about the case, the contingency situation, um, about what, what can we expect from your marketing automation, choosing the right marketing platform from your case study. What can they expect? Sure. Um, so this, this case focuses on that process uh, that um, you just mentioned. So choosing the right marketing automation uh, platform and the process the decision making process in itself is described in the case uh, also along uh, with a detailed um, story of how um, this evaluation process uh, takes place up to the point where uh, this decision is made within a multinational corporation and a marketing automation tool is implemented. So these first, also these first phases of seeing that marketing technology at work and, and seeing also the first results. And overall, this, this, is, this is that, that journey of, of the decision-making process. It also uh, describes the position of, of marketing within the organization as well. So how does marketing's role within the organization then also changes or, or is redefined because of this process? Mm -hmm. Will you, as part of your case study, uh, only describe the process or will you also provide some templates, some tools so that the readers then can take this lesson learned from your case study and then easily apply the one or the other, uh, for example, template or tool in their own organizations? Yeah, uh, these, for example, in the decision-making process part, the key steps are uh, mentioned and described and also the uh, a matrix is involved as to what were the outcomes of that evaluation process and how uh, different marketing automation providers were compared in what criteria. And I think this could be really helpful uh, also for other uh, marketing teams that are not necessarily in a multinational corporation, but also medium uh, to small enterprises. 
And yes, I think this, this could be applied. Many of colleagues might say marketing automation sounds like very expensive. Uh, do you think there are ways also to uh, go for marketing automation with no or little funds based on the on your experience in that area? Yeah, I think I think that's possible. Uh, there are so many marketing automation providers out there as well and options. So it is possible to find somebody that's uh, more fitting to your budget and also adjust the license uh, fees to what really you will need at the beginning. So I think it's possible to st start by smaller budgets and smaller steps. And um, the, uh, the other thing that would be important for perhaps to consider in terms of resources at the beginning is uh, the team. So the, the marketing team that you have, it's not a, a budget, uh, marketing budget directly, if you consider it, uh, but it is a very important part of, of marketing resources. So at the beginning, I think there needs to be some consideration as, okay, not only license costs, but the internal resources of your team, so that the time your team has and the skills that they have to kick start the, the use of the platform. In regard to the B2B marketer's journey to industrial marketing excellence as a growth path, uh, where would you see marketing automation coming into play? Is it a, a starter to begin to start this journey? To grow B2B marketing or is it something where you would see that there have to be some kind of preliminary prerequisites to then get started without marketing automation? What is your experience or your recommendation in that regard? Uh, that's also a uh, tricky question. <laughs> of course, that's what I'm here for because I want to get the readers an idea of what we're talking about and uh, what they can get out of it. Yeah. Where would you start? Easy. Good one. Good one. I think marketing automation, if you have the opportunity, uh, you have the team, it's, it's a great uh, first step uh, to actually build your marketing uh, strategy and stack. So it's, it is, I, I would say, a good scenario. But I, I also imagine that there are different um, conditions in different companies and teams so if that's not the case if they're not like, let's say the budget is not there the buy-in of the internal the organization is not there yet i think there's also a way to path to to pave the path towards marketing automation with knowing more about your customers uh, creating that internal knowledge first uh, content also First, so in in so investing in in content marketing and and actually customer intelligence first, so that when when you are ready for investing in marketing automation, you have a very solid base to to make it work. So because 
when marketing automation comes, there's a lot of key questions that the marketing team needs to answer. So what, what is our lead life cycle like, so, or, or customer journey like? And these kind of, of questions take time, work, alignment. This all can happen before you have marketing automation. Uh, many times I hear that our colleagues in B2B marketing have the problem that their department is seen as a coloring in department. Uh, do you see marketing, <laughs> autom marketing automation as a lever to change uh, the image, the perception of the B2B marketing department? Absolutely. Uh, and I, I'm really betting on that as well. <laughs> I okay. think it is something that can redefine the position of marketing within the organization and especially within the relation of marketing to management and sales. So marketing automation helps to make all these efforts and investments very much transparent. So we know how much uh, marketing budget we invested in a specific market or in a specific campaign and we can measure it up to the point of did this bring potential opportunity uh, so a qualified lead for sales that they can actually work on and did this eventually bring order intake uh, you know in a time after that happened so with that in mind I think people will start uh, within the organization understanding that marketing can have a greater impact, a positive impact on the organization. And that's definitely, I think, the bet of, of many companies that invest in marketing automation. What do you consider the three most important key success factors for successful sustainable marketing automation? First, stakeholder uh, alignment, so internal stakeholder alignment. So once that it's implemented, you will con constantly need that uh, backup and, and advocacy of management uh, or, uh, and marketing direction as well, uh, even IT. So that commitment to that platform is, is going to be important, I think. Also, so that's first. The second thing would be a key user network. So developing this internal knowledge within your team to actually make the most of that investment. Then good integration plan with your internal systems. So be it CRM uh, or whatever other systems are in place. And lastly, I would say good reporting, so monitoring. So um, a good you know, method to actually uh, report whatever the results are in a consistent way so that it's also a, an internal communication uh, tool that, that makes even the investment more worthwhile. So people are really convinced that this was a good decision. 
Thank you so much, Mariana, for uh, these important words. Uh, finally, I would like to invite our, I want you to invite our Spanish listeners with some words in Spanish <laughs> to get the book, what they can expect from the book. So let's go and get started, Mariana. <laughs> claro que sí, muchas gracias, Uwe. Es buena idea esto. Uh, pues a todos los que están oyendo, um, nos encantaría que chequen este libro. Tiene muchísimo contenido en áreas que son claves en B2B marketing. La área, el área que habíamos hablado hoy sobre marketing automation eh, es, explica un caso sobre cómo escoger esta plataforma que es tan importante de toda la tecnología de marketing para una empresa multinacional. Tiene ahí los pasos claves eh, en este proceso de decisión y de implementación también. Esperemos que les guste mucho y que puedan eh, aprovechar eh, las enseñanzas que ha dejado este caso. Y, y bueno, y tenemos muchas cosas más su... en el libro de teoría, eh, básicos, eh, conceptos, Mariana, ¿verdad? <risa> sí, sí, sobre todo hay, yo creo que ese es el enfoque eh, que, mm. que todos han tenido, hacer todo el contenido muy práctico para, eh, pues, con, con este mismo, estas mismas guidelines, eh, hacer tu propio caso, ¿no? Hacer tus propias aplicaciones. Y yo creo que eso es lo interesante. Y sobre todo en esta área, que hay mucho contenido ahí afuera, sobre todo de B2C, pero a veces cuando nos dedicamos a este otro a, a estas industrias de B2B, eh, no todo es, es eh, eh, transferible uno a uno, ¿no? Así que esto es una gran, una gran guía. Eh, ¿Por vos, Mariana, era la primera vez que serviste por un libro como ese? ¿Es un primer <risa> sí. artículo? Sí, ¿verdad? Ah, que sí. una primera grande, sí. perfecto. <risa> Gracias, sí. Perfecto. Esta ha sido la primera aventura. Ah, perfecto. Mariana, muchas gracias por la conversación, por el podcast, que tuve tiempo para um, hablar conmigo. Thank you very much for joining, Mariana. Ah, uh, it was my pleasure having you. This was Uber Seibach on the B2B Marketing Guide for podcast. Join, share, and like our podcast and look forward to the book. Thanks for joining. I can't wait to be back. Goodbye.